Hello bookworms, I'm your host Fatih and welcome to A Library of Tales, a bookish podcast where I share with you my passion for books and storytelling. I hope you enjoy! Hello bookworms, welcome to this episode of A Library of Tales. Today I want to talk to you about the books that I read um, last month, so my January wrap-up. Um, I read in total four books, um, two that I got on NetGalley uh, as ARCs. Um, I opened my NetGalley account on December and honestly, I opened an account but I wasn't sure if I would get approved for any books since I don't have that many followers and um, I'm only on book uh, Bookstagram. Um, I don't know, I have this idea of NetGalley where, you know, you have to have, like, uh, uh, many followers and be on many platforms, but I thought, you know, you never know if you never try, basically, so um, I opened my account, and I did get approved for four books, uh, two of which I read in January, so without further ado, I'm gonna um, just tell you about the books that I've read. The very first book that I read in January was Spice Road by Maya Ibrahim, which is a YA fantasy inspired by the Arabian culture and mythology. And it's also a debut novel by Maya Ibrahim. This is the very first book that she's published. And it's also the first book in a trilogy. And I got it as an arc um, on NetGalley. I started reading it in December, but I finished reading the book in the very first week of January, which is why I'm counting it as a uh, January wrap-up instead of the December one. And it's already out. It came out in uh, January 24th. So it's available at bookstores, retailers, libraries. You can get your hands on it anytime. Spice Road follows the story of Imani, um, who lives in the city of Kalia. Kalia is a city in the middle of a magical desert called the Sahir. And this desert is populated by monsters and mythological creatures. And it's also a desert that you can never leave. Like, if you're inside the desert, you can never leave it. And when you're outside, you can never get in. So it's basically a cursed desert. And this is why the city of Kalia, where our main character lives, has been isolated for centuries from the outside world. Um, Our main character and the citizens of Kalia they're not even sure that civil civilization exists outside of the Sahir Desert. And because it is populated by monsters, they also have these special soldiers called the Shields. And these soldiers are trained from a very young age to use a special sort of magic called spice magic it's basically a sort of spice that they blend into their tea and when they drink the tea they get um, special powers that they call affinities 
and these powers they last for like a couple hours for a certain per period of time and i found the magic system to be so interesting and so unlike anything that i've read in other ya fantasies um, and it was actually the reason why i was interested in this book and i really really loved um, spice road and um, our story begins with Imani discovering that her brother, who everyone thought was dead, um, was actually alive. He disappeared uh, a year ago um, when he went in a mission across the desert. He's also, you know, part of the shields like Imani. He was also trained in using magic and he joined the shield before Imani did and he had a mission across the desert he went and never came back and um, the book starts when Imani discovers that her brother is not only actually alive but that he also maybe even found a way to cross the desert and get to the outside world so when the city council hears of this, they create a team of shields who have one simple mission, which is to cross the desert, um, find Imani's brother and bring him back home. And Imani, our main character, manages to join this team and, you know, we just follow their adventure across the desert, you know, fighting monsters, trying to find Imani's brother, trying to find what happened to him and uh, how he ended up crossing the desert and what happened to him in the outside world, like in this world that they really don't know anything about. And of course, not everything will go according to plans. And what started as a rescue mission will end up, you know, as a fight for survival in a very hostile environment. I loved reading Spice Road and I rated it 4 out of 5 stars. Um, as I've said before, it's a very entertaining read filled with, you know, amazing characters, world building and adventures. Also, if you're a fan of Enemies to Lovers, you should definitely give it a try. Um, I find that the way this trope has been done in Spice Road is very different from the way it was done in other books. Like, it was a bit more subtle, I think, and it's also not even really an Enemies to Lovers. Like, it might end up as something else than enemies to lovers um i'm really excited for the sequels not only to know where the story will go but also i'm very interested in what will happen between you know the main character and the love interest especially because as i've said it was i don't know different from what i usually read in ya fantasies so yeah, 4 out of 5 stars for Spice Road. Um, definitely give it a try, as I've said, if you like entertaining YA fantasies. The second book that I've read was Sorcery of Thorns by Margaret Rogerson, which is actually a reread for me. 
Um, I read it when it first came out and I remember that I absolutely loved it. Um, I reread this for two reasons. Uh, first was because the sequel novella was coming out at the end of the month. And since I didn't remember much, much of the book, I wanted to reread it to get ready for the novella. And the second reason that I read this book was because it was the January pick uh, of the book club that I recently joined. So it was a perfect opportunity to just reread this before the novella came out. Sorcery of Thorns uh, follows the story of a girl called Elizabeth who grew up in a magical library in the countryside. Um, because basically in this world magic exists and it is used by sorcerers who can cast spells and use grimoires and the likes and also in this world books are sort of alive um, not all of them but the majority of books in this world are sentient um, they can be good they can be bad just like you know people and these sentient books can be found all across the country in magical libraries who are tasked with uh, the upkeep of these magical books. And our main character, Elizabeth, grew up in one of those libraries as a ward, as an apprentice. Um, she doesn't know much of the outside world. And she believes all sorcerers to be evil and bad because she grew up pretty isolated. She doesn't have, she doesn't really have any friends. And our story begins when one of the books, um, an evil grimoire, basically turns into a monster's and, you know, leaves the library and makes his way to the closest town. Uh, but before it can get there and harm anyone, Elizabeth finds the grimoire and destroys the monster before it can get uh, to the town. And instead of being like considered a hero and everything, Elizabeth is basically thrown into prison. Um, the library wardens believes her to be the one who freed the grimoire and the magisterium, who's um, the government of sorcerers, they want to investigate, they want to interrogate her um, on how a grimoire uh, of that sort managed to escape. And more importantly, they want to know how a simple apprentice managed to stop it. So they send one of their sorcerers to get her in the library and bring her back to the capital city where she'll be interrogated and uh, where she'll be part of this investigation. And the sorcerer that they uh, send is a boy named Nathaniel Thorne. And, you know, he becomes sort of like the other main character in this book, uh, the point of view is Elizabeth's but one of the other main characters is also Nathaniel and Nathaniel also has secrets of his own and his personality completely clashes with Elizabeth's like they cannot get along at all which is which just like 
create these hilarious situations between the two especially because as i've said elizabeth grew up you know being told that sorcerers were were evil and that they would basically like turn you into a frog if you're, if they don't like you and she's very scared of them and nathaniel sees her as as this you know countryside girl who grew up in a library who's completely wild and yeah honestly sorcery of thorns hilarious book like the especially the relationship between those two will have you like dying of laughter to be honest and at some point during their journey they hear that other libraries have also been attacked and uh, basically in this book we just follow their adventure you know as they try to solve this mystery of um, why libraries are being attacked and what really happened in the library where Elizabeth grew up and who freed the grimoire and how come Elizabeth was able to stop it and it's honestly just a fun uh, mystery a fun adventure filled with magic and really really funny as I've said and I absolutely loved it like I rated it four stars um, same as the first time that I read the book Another thing that I really loved about this book was the world building. Like the author Margaret Rogerson is I think very well known for her standalones. I don't think she's ever written like a series, uh, a duology, trilogy or anything like that, but she's written three standalones which I've read and I have to say one of her strengths um is world building like the ability that she has to create these worlds so vividly in a simple book like a standalone you know it's not even a series or anything but she just has this amazing um, capability of creating this world and just making it seem so real without having to expand on it on you know other books the third book that I've read last month was How to Keep a Husband for 10 Days by Jessica Hatch, which is also a NetGalley arc um, that I was approved for. And it was also my first DNF of the year. Um, I did not finish reading this book. Um, it was marketed as a hilarious rom-com. And, you know, I love, I love rom-coms i love reading romance novels um but this one i just couldn't connect with any of the main characters um i had a few issues with the writing style um it was like it promised to be like this uh absolutely funny rom-com with like funny situations and everything but literally nothing made me laugh like I don't know it's just not a book for me and i i don't like forcing myself to read books whenever i force myself to finish a book that i'm not enjoying i just end up in a reading slump and i just end up not picking up anything for weeks and yeah so i just figured i would stop before i lost like um my love for reading basically <laughs> um so yeah it was a dnf for me I DNF'd at the 35% mark and basically this book is about a couple on the brink of a breakup like they want a divorce um, they've been married for I don't know how long and 
they discovered that they were not um, in love anymore and that they actually hated, like kind of hated each other. They didn't want to be together. They couldn't stand each other anymore. So yeah, they decided to break up, to get a divorce and everything. But for some reason, I don't even remember why. Like I completely forgot anything about this book. But the main character does not want her friends and her family to find out. So when some of her friends come to stay with her and her husband for a few days, she manages to like um to get him to promise that he will pretend that they're still in love. And yeah, so they have to pretend for 10 days that they're still in love, that everything is going well, that they absolutely adore each other. And it's, you know, it turns out that it's not that easy like to to do and yeah so i never finished the book don't know what happened at the end but if this sounds like something you would enjoy reading uh definitely give it a try maybe it's for you but it definitely wasn't for me the fourth and final book that i've read this month was pashinko by min jin lee I wanted to challenge myself this year to read more books outside of my comfort genres. Like I read a lot of YA fantasy, um, romance, um, sci-fi. Um, these are my three uh, favorite genres and I read a lot of books in these genres. But I wanted to uh, read outside of my comfort, you know, genres in 2023 like I want to read more um I don't know like historical fiction biographies maybe um the sort of books that I wouldn't normally um try um and for this month for January uh that book for me was Pashinko this book is so popular on Bookstagram. I saw it in a lot of, you know, um, 2022 wrap-up um, posts. And when I came across it at some point in a bookstore, the cover really got my attention and the summary as well. And I knew it was pretty popular on Bookstagram. And so I just decided to, to, to buy it. And when I decided uh, in January to read something that I wouldn't, I wouldn't usually read, Pashinko was just, you know, there. And it was the perfect opportunity for me to start reading it. Pashinko is a story that begins in 1911 and ends in the 1980s. Um, during all these years, we follow the story of a Korean woman named Sanja. And uh, Sanja's story starts when she was very young. Uh, I think she was a teenager, if I remember correctly. And she was living in Korea during the Japanese colonization. She was born uh, in Korea during the Japanese colonization. And she's from a very poor family. They own a boarding house on a small island near the city of Busan. And at some point, um, when she was a teenager, uh, 16, 17, I think, she meets an older man, falls in love, and becomes pregnant. When she tells him that she's pregnant, she thought that, that he would marry her, start a family with her, but she discovers that he's actually already married and he tells her that he has, you know, a wife and children back in Japan where he lives. 
and um this is not a spoiler by by the way this is um in the uh book summary and um and after that um she ends the relationship and she's afraid that she'll bring shame to her family but um a few weeks later she meets another man um i will not tell you what happened there um but he basically proposes to her after a few weeks and he tells her that if they get married uh they'll go live in japan where his brother lives um with his own family and she agrees to marry him and to go live in japan with him because she feels like she doesn't really have a choice at least with this man her child will have a proper name and um have a father and she will not bring shame to her family um so the whole book follows the story of sanja through the decades as she makes her life away from you know her family and the only life she's ever known and um she will go through so much she, there will be like so much um pain it is truly unlike any book that i've read it spans decades in the life of a single character um even though sometimes uh the book switches povs uh from sanja to her friends and her family but we follow the st- their stories during periods of war of famine of desperation and it it was really really a deep and um moving book and at its core pachinko is a story of resilience you know of keeping your head up through everything life um throws at you um it's also a study in reinvention you know this this human ability like to adapt to circumstances and um it was really eye opening and just deeply moving it's a story that will stay with you for a very long time and i rated pachinko 4 stars i really wanted to rate this book 5 stars especially because like it had such an impact on me but the only thing that kept me from doing so was the ending um basically the book is divided in three parts and as much as i've loved the first two parts i just could not connect with the third one um it didn't really I didn't really like the characters it focused on and I felt like the book ended a bit um abruptly um without any real resolutions but it's definitely still a book that you have to read at least um once in your life That was my January wrap up. I hope you enjoyed. Basically, I read two arcs. Um one was a reread and I rated three books four stars. Um personally, I don't mind rating books four five stars as often as I can because um I'm not very critical of books basically if I enjoy the plot if I enjoy the characters it doesn't have to be super deep or anything like that if I like the book I will rate it 
four stars five stars like super happily i hope you stick around uh, for the other episodes and if you ever wanna like talk about books if you ever have a question or anything like that i'm over on bookstagram at a library of tales just you know screaming into the void about books that i'm reading books that i've read just books in general so yeah give me a follow if you're on there as well and until next time i hope you enjoy all the books that you read